Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and usually we answer your questions to the best of our ability. However, today... We have an expert, an actual expert, answering your questions to the best of her ability. That's right. Dr. Pimple Popper is here. The one and only. The one and only. Real name, Dr. Sandra Lee. Yes. Um, she's wonderful. And we got questions from you all on Instagram. And she was really, she's a good sport. I'll put it that way. Oh my gosh. Uh, she Was really she answered ever. everything. Get ready. Gird your loins for some yes. wonderful 
answers to some very zitty questions. Yes. And if just a reminder that if you want to reach us by phone or by email for a future mini episode, our number is sorry, by phone or by text. Our number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And anything that we or Dr. Lee mentions on this episode is on our website, forever35podcast.com. Just click on over to the episodes tab. And you can follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast, where we will be posting more calls for questions in the future. Yeah. Now, without further ado, here is Dr. Lee. Our guest today is Dr. Sandra Lee, better known probably by most people as Dr. Pimple Popper. We are so excited to have you on Forever 35. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Yay. Well, our listeners had tons of questions for you, which we will get to momentarily. But first, I want to read your bio. Um, Dr. Lee is a board-certified dermatologist based in Southern California. And in 2015, she started an Instagram to give people a window into her world as a dermatologist. Although she had a hunch that people would find it interesting, she soon discovered there was a massive subculture online of people who watched popping videos and shared them with each other across the internet. Today, Dr. Lee has posted thousands of videos that you can find on this website and across many other social media channels, including YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. These accounts have more than 10 million followers, and her videos have been watched more than two and a half billion times. To help empower people on their skincare journey, Dr. Lee developed her own line of skincare products, SLMD Skincare, which is now available at select Target stores nationwide. She provides effective dermatologist-approved products at an affordable price so that everyone can take control of their skin health. Oh, we're so excited. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you guys popaholics, what we call popaholics, the two of you or one of you or oh, neither I, of us? I, yeah, I've, I've talked about it on the show a few times, but okay. I was like, I was raised by a popaholic. Uh, okay. It's cute. <laughs> she passed down her popaholism to me. Okay. Um, so I, yes. Uh, for, well, you share the joy then with somebody too in the family. You, yes. It, it makes it extra yes. special. It's bonding. Yes. The joy mm. and the pain. I yes. Say. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. You're right. Um, but no, I mean, you, you take things to, to a whole new level. Yeah. I, um, I, I use the word pimple very broadly. Certainly. Yes, you know. Yes. Um, well, just so for our listeners who, for some reason may not be familiar with you and your work. Can you just give us a brief kind of rundown of how this became your specialty? Sure. I mean, I, yeah. And I think that it's not that maybe they've heard of it, but they, you know, they run the other way too. Right. Some, some people <laughs> right. are that way. So I understand right. that. And I don't, you know, I don't, I, I, that's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Just not their cup of tea, essentially. Um, you know, I am a, as I, as you said, I'm a dermatologist and I've been, I was in practice for about a, over, a little over a decade before this all kind of began, or actually almost a decade. And, um, I am a more of a, um, cosmetic and surgical dermatologist. And so really just when this started, I realized that there were people that really liked to watch pimple popping videos, which I did not even realize at all, you know, through my whole dermatology career. And it just was very intriguing to me that this was going on. And I would just want to, you know, I was getting on social media at that time. And I just wanted to see how this would grow. And then it grew to quite an extent. I mean, I think the fact 
I was able to grow it in a way because I am more of a surgical dermatologist. So certainly mm. it's much more than just what we call pimples. It's sort of like more like what you can pop out of the skin. And um, uh, dermatology is such a visual field. So it's very yeah. easy to translate, you know, in social media. And I really wanted to show people why dermatology is so amazing and interesting. And I mean, we can see on social media in general how much people are interested and want to learn more about skincare in general. Mm -hmm. So it's really um, been an opportunity to show how, you know, dermatology is just is a complicated, yet very um, rewarding and really like a fascinating specialty specialty. It's not just pimple popping. Definitely. But I mean, just to kind of get to the root of people's fascination with mm -hmm. these videos, do you think it's just like the shock value, the ick factor, the satisfaction. What is it that makes it's, you so it's compelling? It's all those things, and it's, so it's different things to different people. Really, I, I think um, you know. I we initially say I found I discovered that there was a subculture, but I think we really realize it's not a subculture. You know, it is something mm -hmm. that we all, in a way, relate to. You know, we all know what skin looks like. We know what normal skin looks like. Really, all of us at some point have had a pimple. Yeah. Um, and so we understand what goes on here and we know what, nor you know, we, we know what normal skin looks like and we know, and we don't realize that there's so many different things. There's so many complicated things when it has to do with skin. And I just think people are, there's a multitude people like this ASMR thing too. Mm. I think that was in the beginning, the way that I spoke and, and I speak that way normally, I guess I didn't even realize I had like an, a voice that was soothing. I, I think I purposely, it became like that, you know, mm -hmm. in, in dermatology because I need to call my patients, you know, I need right, to, right, they're right. awake and they're alert and I want to make sure that they're relaxed. And, um, they just, people liked, the, the there's sort of a story there it's relaxing interestingly mm. you know there are people that kind of go and they watch it initially because of this shock factor but right. it's really more than that i think most people that really come back to it a lot watch it because it actually um makes them feel happy it makes them feel content and relaxed and and that is really fascinating to me the fact that these kinds of videos it's sort of like you um have something that is not supposed to be there and you're making it all right and correct again right. in a way too. And it also, you know, helps with all of our, a lot of us have a tendency to want to pick at our own skin mm -hmm. and um, it helps, you know, kind of to distract you from maybe picking at your own skin. Uh, it's educational. Uh, you know, you learn a lot. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, kids come up to me, they know what a lipoma is. I mean, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and I think there's like a story. I mean, I, I remember it actually was on that, um, Netflix show politician, Gwyneth Paltrow, because mm -hmm. she's a popaholic. She wrote it into like the first episode and they said it really well. They said that, you know, pimple pop, this guy was saying that pimple popping is so soothing because there's a clear, um, you know, clear beginning and ending. And it's, it's right. like, there's a happy ending every time kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's like, you yeah. get things put back in their place and it just, it makes, especially in this crazy time, I don't know, it makes people feel like things are okay. Is that weird to say? No, <laughs> no. things yeah. feel incredibly out of control always, but yeah. especially right now, there's something soothing in that kind of like 
you know what you're going to get. And there is often, mm-hmm, right. a, most often an end result, hopefully. Yeah. So in a way, I think it's also like riding a, a roller coaster or kind of watching a scary movie. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's tension mm-hmm. and then there's like a resolution at the end and you're like, ah, oh, okay, everything's good now. You know, that's so true. That's so true. I love that. Um, okay, well, let's get to our listener questions because, as I said, we have a lot of them. Oh my goodness, um, do we? Let's start with a kind of basic how to question How do you safely pop a zit? How do you know when it's ready? Pop too soon and more returns. That's right. Well, I'm going to be like all dermatologists too and say, do not pop your own pimples. Um, and the reason I say that is because you know, there's risk of infection, of scarring. Um, and we all have had that situation where we think, you know, we're tempted to squeeze something and it just gets huger, you know, mm-hmm. bigger and more of a problem. And, uh, but I know that a lot of us are going to do it anyways, myself included. <laughs> and so um, I think that my angle is really trying to educate people and help them understand why, you know, you understand why you shouldn't pop one, but Mm. if you were to do it, why, when is the best kind of situation? And the best situation is really when something is the most superficial in the skin, like when it becomes what we call a pustule or what my people would maybe call a whitehead, Mm -hmm. you know, what's on the surface and it's ready to just has a thin layer of skin over it. And that's because the deeper something is, it's, it's sort of like a, what happens is when pimples, pimples are the reason you have pus there or white, you know, or any kind of inflammation is actually, that's your body coming to attack this bacteria mm. on your, in your body. It's really trying to push it out. So all your, your immune system, all the, all the important cells that monitor your immune system and your health are going to that area and trying to push it out of the body. And that's why pimples over time, they might be deeper under the skin, but many times they eventually move up to the surface and then, you know, come out to the surface. And the deeper something is under your skin, the more inflammation and more risk of scarring mm-hmm. and the more risk that you're not going to get it because mm-hmm. it's under there, right? Mm-hmm. So if something is really superficial, then you can use clean instruments, clean fingers, um, and be able to maybe nick something very superficially and get all that purulence or that pus out. And that's when something will resolve. Um, it's when you don't, you aren't able to get everything out that it could come back and come back bigger. But also, um, if it's deeper and you're really squeezing at something, you risk more infection and scarring. Can I ask a question? Yes, it does. I'm curious, like if you say you have a pimple that's on the surface, you pop it using clean hands. Is some is what should you do next? Like, should I be putting Neosporin on the pimples that I pop because I have done stuff like that? Right. Yes, you should. Well, I wouldn't. It depends. I I wouldn't necessarily use Neosporin, um, especially if it's an ointment because it's really occluding. It's kind of. covering it's a very heavy you know on that area yeah. i would actually use something like a benzoyl peroxide um, like an acne treatment spot treatment and or a little hydrocortisone like over-the-counter hydrocortisone mm-hmm. hydrocortisone is going to decrease redness and inflammation it's really going to try to calm your immune system down so it helps to minimize swelling and redness but uh benzoyl peroxide uh, for example is going to help to kill some of the bacteria specifically that kind of leads to a pimple formation. Um, Neosporin is a little bit more of an issue, 
even though it's really prevalent and very much used because it has a little bit of an allergic potential. A lot more people are allergic to it. So sometimes you can get a rash from it. And also usually it comes in an ointment form. And so that is really heavy and occlusive. So look for something like a, you know, like SLMD. So I created this SLMD skincare line because I wanted to get products for people who can't see a dermatologist. So benzoyl peroxide is in there, but you can also find it over the counter, a little spot treatment, putting it on an area. It'll also serve the purpose of keeping your hands off of it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a little dollop of cream, I call it like a little pimple mask you know, you're less likely to start picking at it again. And you know, you're doing something to treat it. Right. Um, (laughs) Well, let's take a short break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me me just tell you why. Yeah, get into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? (laughs) No, no, I was just going to say like, I... I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. 
We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to all of like the deep pimples that I tried to pop before they were ready, knowing that they weren't ready, knowing that I I shouldn't be doing this. But one thing you can do is do warm compresses that can sometimes help to ease it more quickly to the surface. But yeah, it, 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 it sucks because of timing. Like what if you have a big date and you're like, okay, this is going to erupt right when I have this date, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's going to come in a few days. And also when they're that deep, they hurt. Yes. The, the trick is really, is if when you have one at that point is to hopefully, you know, you have a dermatologist because we can inject it with a steroid, mm-hmm. a low potency steroid, and it can really make that go down like within 24 hours. So, um, you know, uh, that's something that I would do on myself. Um, but, you know, it's hard to do that, obviously, to your, you know, if you don't have a dermatologist that can, you can see, at, you know, at the last minute. So the thing that I would do with that kind of case is try to put a little topical steroid cream on it, like a little hydrocortisone, because that's oh. essentially the same thing. It's just you're not injecting it. Obviously, it's more potent if you're injecting it into the zit, you know? Okay. That's really good to know. Um, okay. Well, we, we got a lot of questions about blackheads also. Um, people want to know kind of what is the best at-home treatment for persistent blackheads and clogged pores? Um, the best long-term treatment? Well, um, one of the best things to do is to use an alpha-hydroxy or beta-hydroxy acid. Um, these are like glycolic or even better is salicylic acid in particular for acne um, because salicylic acid as you you I'm sure you've heard of that before it's a chemical peel acid um, that um, is uh, it's a beta hydroxy acid and it's is actually uh, a small enough crystallized form to settle within your pores so it sort of helps to clean them out these are exfoliants so they're going to help to um, clear your skin more of debris, dead skin cells, oil, um, things like that, which makes it a very habitable, hospitable place for bacteria. And that's when you get that red pimple. So, um, using something like a, I, I love to use a salicylic acid wash. It's really gentle on all skin types too. Mm. And it will help to even lighten brown spots and things like that over time. But using something like that will help to really, um, keep your pores clear more so that you are less have a less a tendency to develop blackheads. Um, but you know, your pores are your pores. You can't get rid of them. It's just mm. you're trying to cl- keep them as clear as you can of debris. How about um, Melia? How to prevent them, treat them, remove yeah. them? Is that something anyone should ever try to do themselves? Uh, that's also very hard because uh, if I wasn't a dermatologist, like I could say this all the time, if I wasn't a dermatologist, I would go crazy. If I, I <laughs> if I had a milia, like I don't know, I, I couldn't not do something about it. So I get it. Um, milia are typically occur around the eyes. They're like little tiny pearls almost if you were ever able to get one mm-hmm. out yourself. And they're very, very superficial, small cysts. 
Um, they tend to occur around the eyes more so because the skin is thinner there. So I think they're more prone to develop there. Um, and a lot of times it's good to maybe examine some of the topical products you use because if you do use things around those areas that are a little more occlusive, like thicker, that might make you more prone to develop these. And the really good thing to do is to try to prevent them in the first place, which would be, again, using a salicylic acid or a glycolic acid, like a wash or even, um, you know, a product that has that in it, like a cream or even a swipe that has it in it. Um, but also using retinol. Uh, retinol is great for acne and for milia. Uh, and it's going to help to, that's something that you use at night. And it's something that's going to help to uh, really maximize the proper cell turnover, really, so that you don't get a lot of collection again of of skin on your dead skin cells on your on your skin. Interesting. So those are the two things that I would really say everybody should have, even if you don't have acne. Just, just it's gonna they're gonna help to keep your skin more radiant and also help to fight fine lines and even precancers and things like that. Even at a young age, I think it's really great to have those two staples in your medicine cabinet. But in terms of extracting or dealing oh, with Amelia yourself, that yes. is that is a no-no. Yes, it, it's hard because um, you do have to nick the surface of the skin. And oftentimes when you try to do that, they kind of roll around. They kind of evade you. Ooh. They dodge you. And, um, you know, obviously it's really hard to do that out to your, if it's really close to your eye. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't really recommend that to people because I don't want them to, I don't want them to do more harm than good. And it again right. comes down to the fact that the more deeper that you, you know, inflame your skin or irritate your skin, the more risk you have of scarring. Right. So milia are really superficial. You can get to them, but I would need topical I would need numbing cream like or or at least numbing in the area I could not do that without that and you know I don't think that that's really readily available to people right 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 um okay so lipomas when mm -hmm. should you get a lipoma removed you don't have to get a lipoma removed technically because it is not medically necessary which is why it has become a I kind of happened upon this, I suppose, and why oh, I've become just the... For people who might oh, not yes. know what a lipoma is, yes. can you kind of give us a... Of course. Lipoma is, I like to describe it as a clonal collection of fat cells or adipose cells. And what happens is this one fat cell just decides to make clonal copies of itself and create this own, its own little utopia under the skin. It doesn't want to hang out with any other cells in the body, just wants to keep, you know, create copies of itself and live its own, in its own little world. So you get like um, just a lot of fat cells dividing upon itself and they're all the same. And um, they kind of are separated from the rest of our skin. So you can oftentimes like, you know, they're fairly common. You know, you can feel them like roll around under your skin. Some people get a lot of them because they might have a hereditary condition that causes them to have a lot of them. Um, but they are not uh, worrisome in any ways. They are not life-threatening in any way. Um, Many of them, most of them just stay a small size and never mm. grow. Um, but of course, I think I warp people's minds a little bit because they'll see <laughs> my patients and they'll go, 
I mean, you don't know how, how many people have come to my office and saying, and they have a small light bulb and they're like, I, I just want this off because I don't want it to be as big as the ones you see. And that's not going to happen to everybody, mm. but it does happen. So they are, um, they're, I guess, especially in America with our healthcare system, they're a little harder to find somebody that will do it, um, you know, and, and not with an insurance will pay for it because it depends on your insurance that you have because, I you know, see. yeah, because it's not you, it can be argued that this is for cosmetic reasons. But of right. course, if you have one growing out of the top of your head or like an extra head off the back of your, you know, your neck, it's yeah. obviously not so much cosmetic but it could be argued that it is. So it's kind of sad. It, it's, it's, you know, a, a complicated kind of situation there. But just for people to know, I think it's really important for the average person to know if you have one, does not mean it's going to get that big. It might stay. I have a lipoma. I have a little one on my, um, on my hip, like on the back, on my lower back, and I can feel it. I can roll it around a little bit. It's small, like a little marble. Never has changed. Wow. I don't even like to talk about it though, because I don't want it to grow. <laughs> but I mean, I had it for decades and it doesn't do anything. So I leave it alone. Okay. How do I tell the difference between a pimple and a boil in my bikini area? Ooh. Story of my <laughs> well, life. A pimple is like a boil. A boil is um I think the medical term for boil is like a Furuncle or a caruncle. I know those are new, probably new kind of weird words to use, but a, a boil is like a layman's term essentially for like an, a, a pimple, like an inflamed pimple. Um, so how do I describe this? Like pimples, usually in the bikini area, it, they are from ingrown hairs, right? you know, because the hairs are usually there are a little more curly. And especially if you wax or you pluck them, they grow under the, they have to grow a little bit under the skin to come out. Mm -hmm. And then they can curl under and get trapped. And so that's when you sort of get, it's what we call folliculitis, Mm-hmm. Or what we, which is also another word for acne, really, or pimple. Um, a boil may happen more so because, um, you have a little cyst there or something. There's cysts that can be very specific for the, uh, genital area too. Mm-hmm. And, um, if that, I think that that those usually get inflamed more because of rubbing, like maybe your underwear or when you move the area rubs a little bit and then they get inflamed. And, um, when they get inflamed, uh, that's when they get red and you can become what we call like an abscess or a boil. Mm. And those usually, it's like that has to, it's again, it's your body just trying to attack this and push it out. So once it gets to that point, and it it has to do with the fact that this cyst under the skin has a little sac in it, you know, a little sac that's containing it. And somehow it gets disrupted because... Mm -hmm this cyst under the skin has skin cells in it, right? And it's just hanging out under there, just living, coexisting with you. But if it breaks at all, like if a little part of it breaks under the skin, your body, again, that's monitoring your skin and making sure you're okay is going, okay, what is this? This is a foreign body. Like, this is not good. Like, I'm going to bring all the white blood cells and the macrophages out there and just attack it and push it out. Mm. That's what's happening. I hope I answered that right. It's kind of complicated, but they're essentially kind of the same thing. It just means something that's angry and probably going to ooze and cause you, you know, some pain and discomfort. Right. Um, okay. Do the 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 zit stickers um, yeah, um, no. actually do they actually work? And do the light pens work? 
Um, well, first of all, yes, zit stickers or pimple patches do work. Um, for one of the, one of the main reasons that they work well is because they keep your hands off of your pimples. Aha. Right? Okay. So they cover the area. You can get them with the hydrocolloid dressing, you know, the kind of it's like a more camouflage. Yeah. So that they, you can even put makeup on over them so you can hide a red bump too. And it prevents you from picking at it because that's mm-hmm. the main problem with that people have. Um, you know, we feel compelled to pick at a pimple because we feel it there or it's a bump and we know it's not, shouldn't be there. And especially if we're stressed out, that kind of triggers us to maybe pick at them more. Um, and some of them have medications in them too, like salicylic acid or other kind of acne fighting ingredients. So, um, yeah, I think that they do definitely have a place in, um, primarily, like I said, for the purpose of keeping your hands, reminding you to keep your hands off of pimples. Now the light pen, I'm not sure what you're speaking about there. What is this pen supposed to do? So there's, I've seen these, I think like, does Neutrogena make one? I think so. Yes. It's like a mask. It's like the mask. Neutrogena light therapy, acne spot treatment. So it's like the mask, but it's a tiny pen. And I believe you would hold it over, over and like that. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, you know, I think that they're fun and kind of, you know, cool to use and kind of fatty and they're, you know, they, they, they make like good Instagram or social media videos. Um, and there are light-based therapies that we use in the office to treat acne. I mean, the machines though that we use are much bigger and more powerful. Um, and there is a place for them. But I still think that they don't really replace good old um, uh, prescription medications or uh, effective over-the-counter acne medications. Um, also for the fact that they are often not, you know, if you're just doing that, doing that in the office with a, with a doctor, they're not covered by insurance usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't think that, I, I know that there's a lot of this continues to be studies and investigations about light therapies, certain wavelengths, certainly helping acne and helping to decrease the growth of uh, P. acnes, which is the bacteria that really leads to the pimples. Mm-hmm. Um, even heat-based treatments are, are found to be effective, where you actually, you know, apply a device that just puts heat focally in that area. But I mean, I think that they do something and it also partly is because the reason that these uh, machines or these devices are out there is because they put some control into the person's hand. You know, you right. want to be able to do something. You don't want to be like, there's nothing I can do. You know, what, what can I do to try to target this acne bump? You can't give yourself an injection there. You know, right. um, you know, you're not supposed to squeeze it. So it, it does give you something to do. Um, but I certainly don't think that if you, I think if you have bad acne, that is not going to cut it for you. Right. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. 
Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Witness history at Roland Garros where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Okay. Moving on to melasma. Oh, that Dory, I was just going to ask the same thing. <laughs> hey, you guys are asking me tough questions. Okay. <laughs> what is the best treatment for melasma? Um, the best treatment for melasma. That is a tough question to, a- to answer. Um, so melasma is a, uh, obviously it is a, it is a very difficult, um, condition to treat. Um, some people find success with it and some people can never really um, find the best treatment option, dermatologists included. There are many dermatologists I know that fight with melasma all the time um, in them, with, with themselves. Um, so let me just, I think the point, the most important thing to know about melasma is what really causes it. Mm. Two main things cause it. One is um, sun exposure mm. and the other is heat exposure. I think that is the second one is not as well known. I'm sorry, there's three things, sun exposure, (laughs) heat exposure, and hormones. Mm. Ah. So um, I tell people sort of as a joke, okay, if you lived in a cave and you didn't have any ovaries, you would not have melasma. Because in a way that's true, because, um, you know, 
it's very hard to control. And that's why there's something called cloasma. When you're pregnant, a lot of people will have what's called the mask of pregnancy. They'll get like a melasma breakout while they're pregnant. And then it'll go away mm-hmm. once they have their baby mm-hmm. because there's a surge of horm- hormones during that time. Um, but a lot of us fight with melasma, you know, throughout our lives. And it's very difficult to treat. Um, I don't know how to make this very, very simple. I mean, I think there's really great. There's the first thing that we really do in everybody is to start with sun protection. Like you have to become a fanatic about sun protection mm-hmm. and avoiding heat as well is important. But all, then we start with topicals. There are some great topical ingredients like hydroquinone, like um, salicylic acid is helpful, kojic acid, uh, vitamin C. There's a lot of different topicals that you can use. There are prescription levels of these though too that you need to see a dermatologist for. But it part of it is that you have to be really, really good about sun protection. And it can be difficult, especially living in California, for example, Yeah, you know, where sun is everywhere. Um, and you want to enjoy your life too. There's a balance that you have to have. Right. Um, but um, I think that the key I would say with that is to try to get something starting, especially if you can't see a dermatologist, starting with over-the-counter, great medic- uh, topical that has some great ingredients in it. Um, just to plug my own SLMD skincare, I have Dark Spot Fix, which has three, re- three specific um, lightening ingredients in it. Mm-hmm. That would be hydroquinone, which is like the number one thing that we prescribe as dermatologists even, and, and kojic acid and salicylic acid. One other thing is tranexamic acid, which is newer. We're really seeing some great results or improvements with that. And then using a sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And sunscreen, I think that may, we all know to use sunscreen really in general. It's kind of been drilled into us. Yeah. But I think the biggest mistake most of us make is not reapplying it. So mm-hmm. you put it on in the morning under your makeup and what do you do? Like at the, you're going out for a quick, you know, errand or something or driving even in your car and the, like a few hours later, you don't have sunscreen on anymore. And the problem is, is I don't want to put sunscreen on again because it makes your hands tacky and you already have makeup on. You don't want to put it on over your makeup. A sunscreen powder is a really great thing for us to use to really encourage reapplication. Um, so. If you're getting any kind of tan at all or, or a burn, if you tend to burn, that means you're getting too much sun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a sun tan is your body scrambling to protect itself from the sun too. Mm. So, so it's hard. You see how, why it's difficult. I'm, I don't want people to not live their lives. Yeah, you know, they, sure. they need to enjoy their life and be outdoors and be social. But, you know, you also, um, if you really have bad melasma and you're trying to work hard to, um, improve it there, you have to really kind of, in a way, change your lifestyle a little bit. Um, but just know that dermatologists themselves, great dermatologists fight with it all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a thing that, you know, we're kind of keeping the secret away from people or something. Right, right, right. No, I think, um, it's a difficult thing to treat. 
I want to give a shout out to your skincare line too, because your team was kind enough to send us some to try and both my husband and I are using it and really liking it. So, Oh, great. Thank you. I'm a skincare junkie, but like my husband, it's rare that he does anything. And the other night I was like watching him undo his caps to his products and it was very, Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. He's a discerning. Yeah. He's a discerning client. I mean, I will tell you what I'm trying to do, what I realized, but you know, this, this whole social media thing phenomenon really created this opportunity opportunity for me. And I, what I realized is so many people are asking me questions about dermatology. And I, I know there's so much stuff out there that is misinformation yeah. too, you know, or, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily believe in, you know, this berry that you can find only on like the West side of this one Andes mountain or something that can help you, you know, with your skin. And so I really wanted to provide products for people that we as dermatologists recommend that we know work to some level. Of course, they're over-the-counter products, but a lot of people can't see a dermatologist. So I know I have this trust that I don't take lightly, and I want to try to educate people so that they understand what their skin condition is, but also provide things that hopefully, you know, that will work on them or that we know work on people with that condition. And it also gives people control. Like they, when they know that, like when they know what benzoyl peroxide does, or they know why they should wear sunscreen, they're more, they're going to be more compliant. Yeah. They're going to be more willing to use it. And then they're going to be so proud that they did it themselves. Here is a, here's a question that we, we had an in-depth discussion of on a recent episode, and it's something I deal with. And that is, butt pimples, pimples on my butt or other parts of my body. Right. How do you, are they the same as pimples on your face? And if so, do you just treat them the same way you would a pimple on your face? Uh, yes, in a way, a pimple is a pimple is a pimple. And they really occur in all potentially hair bearing areas. Uh, that's why you don't get pimples on your palms or your soles. Because yeah. um, um, uh, a pimple is associated with a pore, which is, which is associated with a hair follicle. The hair follicle might not really grow hairs in it, but there is actually a hair follicle associated. Um, so you can get, it's really common for people to get acne on their tush, on their, on their, um, torso too. Um, and they're the same. It's, it's still acne, but I think that acne in some of these areas might happen for different reasons. And also your body can usually tolerate more like heavy duty anti-acne meds than maybe your face. Cause I think when we are sensitive to something, we're going to f- feel that sensitivity more on the skin of our face than on our body. Um, so, uh, and we're probably more willing to have a little bit of dry skin or irritation on our tush or on our back versus on our face. Right. Um, so it's the same kinds of anti-acne products, benzoyl peroxide, sulfur, um, uh, retinol, these are all things over the counter, you know, um, salicylic acid, all those same kinds of things, but you can usually bear us higher strength in these areas. On your tush, I think that um, we tend to get acne more so in that area specifically because of clothing too that you can wear that might be tighter or even, it, it, you know, um, less breathable, so to speak. Um, or if you work out and you don't like change your clothes, if you're sitting in, you know, wet, wet clothing for longer, that can be something that can, um, trigger it more so. 
So sometimes if you get acne in those sorts of areas, you might want to look at possible lifestyle changes or improvements. You know, a lot of people that play uh, football, for example, with a lot of pads on them, they might get more breakouts on their chest and their shoulders because Mm -hmm. they've got sweaty stuff and it's weighing on them. A violinist can notice more, you know, breakouts on their chin because they're resting this, you know, their violin on their chin, that sort of thing. So um, sometimes areas like that, you might want to think about, are there way, are there clothing that you're wearing that's maybe making it worse? Just a thought. So that would also align with the kind of experience people are having with getting acne or zits because of the masks that we're all wearing right now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, imagine, you know what that environment is under there. I don't want to hang out under my mask. It's all like <laughs> hot and sweaty and I'm breathing into it. And I just feel the oil like growing under there. So yeah, that's a problem. So it's just keeping that area washed and keeping our masks washed the best way to kind of fight maskne as we're now calling it? Yeah, I think that um, using a cotton mask, cotton fabric, if you don't have to wear like, you know, a medical mask for any reason um, is best because that's going to help to, you know, soak up some of the moisture that's created under there. Um, I love to carry on and I hope, I wonder if they gave that to you, our acne resurfacing swipes. That is like the best thing. I think there's two great things I think to put use, um, if you have mask me because you want something that you can clean that area, you know, without having to go home and like wash your face, you yeah. know, like you want something that has a little glycolic and a little salicylic acid in it. Cause that's going to help to exfoliate and help to clean out your pores there. I try not to wear makeup when I'm wearing a mask all day from my, you know, from my cheeks down, but sometimes you forget because, you know, you have this whole pattern that you do things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you kind of trying to minimize makeup application in that area, I carry around my acne resurfacing swipes so that, you know, if you're getting in your car and you're running errands between your errands, maybe, you know, do a swipe across your lower face to, to kind of clean that area off, so to speak. Um, yeah, like an alpha, like a, uh, alpha hydroxy or beta hydroxy acid is really great to try to get on your skin there to try to keep it kind of clean and exfoliated as best as you can. But you need to definitely use sunscreen when you're using AHAs, right? Well, I mean, if you have a mask on, you're not. Right. You're, I guess it you doesn't have matter. A, yeah, you're probably you're blocking yourself. But I mean, it's more so with retinol okay. or retin-A that you can be more sun sensitive. Um, I don't think that uh, AHA or BHA is going to make you more sunset, but you should be wearing sunscreen anyway. Right. So, sure. Yeah. Um, well, I know we only have another few minutes, so I did want to make sure that we talked about your own skincare regimen. Okay. What is it? Um, well, I am pretty... Uh, it's interesting. There's different kinds of dermatologists I, I learn. You know, there's the kind that try their way into it. This is why they went into dermatology or as, you know, being an esthetician or whatnot. They love skincare stuff. I am not so, um, uh, occupied with that so much. I, I have so many things on my shelf at home, but I barely use them because I use the minimal. I, I tell my patients to use things all the time and I'm like, I couldn't even do that myself. So I'm pretty much bare minimum. I'm very dry, so I use like a really good moisturizer. I have to moisturize my body. I have to moisturize my face after I wash my skin. And I use a good salicylic acid facial wash. I find that to be 
fantastic in all skin types, even if you're really oily. Mm. I'm really dry and it doesn't dry me out, but I really feel like it, you know, helps to clean out my pores and make my skin as clean as that can be without stripping too much of the oils. And I know it also even helps to lighten brown spots, which I would tend to get because I have a darker complexion. Um, and I saw so I'm pretty simple retinol at night. Um, uh, I, I like to use a really good moisturizer. I like moisturizers with a little hyaluronic acid in them. Mm-hmm. We have a serum that has a HA serum that has hyaluronic acid because that is a hydro hydrophilic. It helps to draw in water and keep water in your skin or moisture. Um, I also like Neutrogena's Hydro Boost. I like that it's cool. So it's like sort of refreshing and wakes me up a little bit. Um, and that's what I do to clean my face is really just salicylic acid cleanser, a retinol, and then a, a, a nice moisturizer. I don't make things too complicated. I love that. That's helpful advice for totally. uh, the people, people like me who just can't stop yes. filling their medicine cabinets with yeah but you know that's fun too but i understand you know yeah (laughs) sometimes it's fun yeah well this has been such a treat i can't even tell you we're so thrilled to have you on the show um for our our listeners who want to seek out your online presence um as well as your products where can they find you yeah. And thank you for letting me blab on and on. I feel like I had a oh. big cup of coffee and I'm like, bop, 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 oh my God. I keep talking. I feel like I could talk to you for like three hours. Yes. It's good. You had a hard oh. out. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, it'd, be, it'd be like evening time and we would still yeah. be here. Oh. Well, we can do this again. Oh. oh my fun. God. Really? We'll do it again. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So I, so we have, our, you know, we have our TV show, TLC, the show on TLC and we're premiering again, September 3rd. Thursday. And, um, so we have a new show, pandemic kind of show here. And I have my SLMD. It is SLMD skincare is available at, um, select target stores, but it's also available online slmdskincare.com. And I recently started TikTok and I resisted it for so long, but I'm in now. (laughs) Last three weeks I'm in. I love skincare Um, TikTok. (laughs) Yes. So I'm trying to do more of that too. And it's weird because I'm more of a medical, like, surgery based. So I'm trying to transition because I think there is really good opportunity to really show people, you know, educate people on, on what there is out there and what you can do for your skin without seeing a dermatologist. Um, but of course we have my, you know, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube channel and drpimplepopper.com. Yeah, and you also, so. you have a book. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And it's really kind of a little mix of everything. It's a little bit about pimple popping and a little bit about my life and how I, you know, the things that I, it's a lot about girl power, mm-hmm. you know, and being a woman and just trying to navigate the world and, um, you know, being, a, a, you know, a business owner and things like that and a physician. Um, so I try to satisfy a little bit of everything there. But I'm not doing that again. <laughs> that was so hard. Yeah, we've it was done like, it. Yeah, we are yeah, writers. I was like, I had to write a like textbook almost because I was mm-hmm. trying to explain dermatology things too. I'm like, what did I do to myself? This is like three <laughs> books in one. Um, well, this was truly such a pleasure. I really hope you can come back on the show. Yeah. Dory, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to pop a zit on my own face again. Oh, well, I already have. However... <laughs> Wait a second. You have? Yeah. Since we talked to Dr. Lee, yeah, I have. But I did feel guilty about it. Oh, well, that's I was like, something. I shouldn't be... 
I shouldn't be doing this. Dr. Lee said I shouldn't be doing this. And then I'm, and then I was like, oh, at the very least, I should like wash my hands first. There you go. You sterilized your tools. Well, I had already popped it. And then I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is we learned nothing from our conversation with Dr. Lee. Or we I learned, learned everything. I learned. I learned. But I have not yet necessarily put everything into practice That's but i will fair. hopefully eventually anyway she was amazing oh my god thank you all for listening and we will talk to you all in a few days bye bye